Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Wednesday, December 22nd. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include the U.S. unveils a plan to battle Omicron, America's population growth stagnates, and big tech is a big no-show at CES. Those stories and more, but first, let's check markets. Stock index futures point to a mixed open with S&P 500 and Dow futures up about a tenth of a percent, while NASDAQ 100 futures are lower by a tenth of a percent. Oil prices are higher by two-tenths of a percent to over $74 a barrel. The yield on the 10-year treasury is 1.49%. The dollar is weaker against the Japanese yen, the euro, and the British pound. Bitcoin trades at $49,000, and gold is trading at $1,790 an ounce. In Europe, the stock's Europe 600 is higher by a tenth of a percent. In Asia, stocks closed mixed. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index rose six-tenths of a percent. In Japan, the Nikkei 225 rose two-tenths of a percent. And the Shanghai Composite Index, that slipped a tenth of a percent. Stocks making moves before the open include CarMax up more than 4% after the used car retailer beat earnings estimates for the third quarter, with profit and revenue boosted by strong demand amid shortages. Merck shares are up 1.5% after the pharmaceutical company said the United Kingdom had ordered nearly 2 million courses of its antiviral COVID-19 drug. Bath and Body Works shares are up 12.5%, Voya Financial is higher by nearly 8%, and Tesla shares are up 4%. Now our top stories. The Biden administration is preparing to distribute half a billion free at-home COVID-19 testing kits to Americans and will deploy military doctors and nurses to overburden hospitals this winter, as the Omicron variant becomes the dominant form of the virus in the United States. The White House said the administration will deploy federal emergency medical response teams to six states, Michigan, Indiana, Wisconsin, Arizona, New Hampshire, and Vermont. Mr. Biden also said he instructed Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin to prepare to send 1,000 military medical personnel, including doctors, nurses, and paramedics, to hospitals in January and February as needed. The initial delivery of at-home testing kits from the half billion being purchased by the government will begin in January. The test will be distributed to the public free by mail through a new website. That's according to the White House. In related COVID-19 news, Israel is set to become the first country in the world to administer a fourth COVID-19 vaccine, which would give greater protection in the face of Omicron. The first eligible group to receive the vaccine will be people aged 60 and older. The FDA could authorize a pair of pills from Pfizer and Merck to treat COVID-19 as soon as today. Walmart is limiting at-home COVID test sales amid a surge in Omicron. And AstraZeneca is set to start work on an Omicron-specific COVID vaccine. America's population grew by a tenth of a percent this year, the lowest rate on record. That's according to the Census Bureau. The U.S. added just 400,000 people in the year that ended July 1st for a total population of 332 million people. That included 150,000 more births than deaths. That's a surplus that has supplied much of the nation's growth. 
The other component, which measures movement into and out of the country, grew by 250,000. It was the first year in which growths from births exceeding deaths fell below net arrivals from abroad. And the organizers of CES 2022 are pressing ahead with plans to host tens of thousands of people in Las Vegas next month, despite the surge in the Omicron virus. But several participants, including Amazon.com, Facebook parent Meta Platforms, and Twitter, and at least one keynote speaker, T-Mobile's chief executive, have withdrawn from the event. The organization expects 50,000 to 75,000 attendees at the Las Vegas Convention Center. Conference is still scheduled to take place January 5th through the 8th. In other news, Russian President Vladimir Putin warned he's ready to use his military to counter NATO's expansion toward Russian borders, but he said he hoped for a diplomatic solution to rising tensions. The Russian president told the German chancellor that Moscow wants legally enshrined security guarantees that would bar any NATO advance eastward or the deployment of missiles in countries bordering Russia. President Biden expressed optimism that he would find a pathway to an agreement with Senator Joe Manchin of the West Virginia Democrat, rejected a Democrat's roughly $2 trillion education, health care, and climate proposal. U.S. companies are poised to install record amounts of batteries on America's electric grid this year. The U.S., which had less than a gigawatt of large battery installations in 2020, roughly enough to power 350,000 homes for a handful of hours, is on pace to add 6 gigawatts this year and another 9 gigawatts in 2022. That's according to S&P Global Market Intelligence. Warburg Pincus has raised nearly $3 billion for a real estate fund focused on Asia. In company news, Braze soared nearly 20% Tuesday after the customer engagement platform's first post-IPO quarterly results beat analyst estimates. AP Muller Maersk is in advanced talks to acquire LF Logistics for around $3 billion. Maersk is the world's largest container shipping line by capacity. By acquiring FLF Logistics, an arm of Hong Kong supply chain manager Lian Fung, Maersk gains control of a network of more than 200 distribution centers across Asia and more than 250 customers globally. LF also provides freight forwarding services for retailers, manufacturers, and other cargo owners. San Diego-based Sempra said it agreed to sell a 10% stake in its infrastructure unit to a subsidiary of the Abu Dhabi Investment Authority for nearly $2 billion in cash. About 1,400 Kellogg unionized workers ratified a new five-year contract, concluding a -a two-and-a-half-month strike with a deal that the union says maintains workers' cost-of-living raises and guarantees no plants will be shut down for about five years. SoftBank Group is finalizing a $4 billion loan from Apollo Global Management, backed by SoftBank's stable of technology startups. McDonald's is facing a shortage of French fries in Japan and is set to suspend sales of medium and large-side fries during the month. Supply issues both in the U.S. and in international trading routes, as well as widespread damage due to severe flooding in Vancouver, has disrupted the route of McDonald's potatoes. They typically travel to Japan via Vancouver's ports. Dole, the fruit and vegetable company best known for its banana brand, is scouting the market for potential acquisition targets and is working to streamline its operations after combining with Total Produce PLC and listing on the New York Stock Exchange. BlackBerry shares are down 1.5% pre-market following results that topped estimates. 
And the Broadway League, a trade association, said its New York theaters brought in just $22 million last week. That's a 26% drop from the previous week. About one-third of all shows canceled some performances, and other shows have decided to postpone performances until after Christmas. And if you're looking for that unique gift, consider a unique Polish gold coin. It's believed to have been minted to commemorate the Polish victory over the Turkish army in 1621. It will be offered as a highlight of Stax Bowers Gallery's New York sale in January. Known as an 80 Ducats coin, it has a pre-sale estimate of between $300,000 and $600,000. A London court has awarded the former wife of Dubai's ruler a divorce settlement of more than $700 million. And a 72-acre Texas equestrian estate that was listed for $16 million found a buyer after only three days. The more than 8,000-square-foot residence was first listed in early November and was snapped up almost immediately. The deal closed last week for an undisclosed price. Texas is one of several non-disclosure states in the U.S. and does not report home sale prices in government records. Built last year, the gated estate includes a custom-built barn with 24 oversized stalls, plus the main home, which boasts a 500-bottle wine cellar, a media room, a chef's kitchen, and two offices. At 7 a.m., stock index futures point to a mixed open with S&P 500 and Dow futures up about a tenth of a percent. NASDAQ 100 futures are lower by a tenth of a percent. Oil trades at $74 a barrel. The yield on the 10-year treasury is 1.49 percent. The U.S. dollar is weaker versus the Japanese yen, the euro, and the British pound. Bitcoin trades at $49,000, and gold is trading at $1,790 an ounce. Coming up. CarMax, Sintas, and Paychex hold conference calls after reporting results, and the Bureau of Economic Analysis reports its third and final estimate for third quarter GDP. At 10 a.m., the conference board releases its Consumer Confidence Index for December, while property market data, due at the same time, are expected to show sales of existing homes rose for a third consecutive month in November. Thanks for listening, and have a successful day. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.